0: in this week's episode we're talking about the oscars no not oscar the grouch or even oscar from the office we're talking about the academy awards now we know that the oscars are mostly boring and pointless but this year was a huge milestone for marvel films it's important to recognize the achievement but also to understand its significance how did disney do otherwise what does lord of the rings have to do with anything are there people that still don't understand bow also, World of Color Returns, Paper Straws, Galaxy's Edge Uniforms, and more on this Sugar Boo episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls,
1: welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh. The apprentice lives.
2: What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Ring out me me, Hardy Joe.
1: You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> Made you look.
0: Hey! That was loud in my ear, but Hollywood. it's yeah.
1: Uh, hey, we had the Oscars.
0: Yeah, we had the Oscars. It's not the Grouch. Where, yes, no. Uh, that's why we're talking about Hollywood. You know, most people. uh refer to like universal studios and all that stuff as hollywood that's obviously not hollywood right but still it's hollywood but uh yeah because like universal studios hollywood but it's not in hollywood burbank's on high yeah, hollywood, yeah, yeah so Bank much Bank stuff is be- filmed in burbank <laughs> yeah. you literally there's not really anymore anything that's even filmed in hollywood anymore right uh, cause even like uh, what CBS and stuff? That's considered uh, Century City, or uh, maybe that's still Hollywood. I don't know. That might be still be Hollywood over there. But. All
1: right, real quick before we continue, just want to let everyone know that Tim's not here, and uh, he just uh, texted us, and he says, "Sorry guys, I'm super sick. Been sleeping on and off. So yeah, he's not here. So guess what? What I'm sick, I'm but s- I'm here. I'm not sick, but I sleep on it off." <laughs>
0: Those are both things that are definitely true.
1: There you go. Anyway, we uh, we, we just uh, had the Oscars, and um, we were going to talk... Much
0: uh, controversy that has nothing to do with anything we're going to talk about. Uh, that's, your opinion is your own on that. Although I would say that, uh, number one, the favorite should have won for Best Picture. Right. That's all I'm going to say about right. that, because it was number one. It was probably the least controversial of all the movies nominated for Best Picture, so it probably should have won, right? Uh, number two, uh, Into the Spider Verse should have won Best Picture because it should have been nominated for Best Picture. But screw the Academy, okay? Because everybody knows that that was the best movie of the year. Was that nominated
1: for Best Picture? No, it was nominated for Best the, Animated, Animated, and it feature. did
0: win that. In a what S- is being called an upset over Disney, but yeah, not really.
1: <laughs> no, I just want to say I would probably agree with that. I haven't seen the movie. But it was going up against uh, Ralph breaks the internet, and The Incredibles. Oh, was it too? The Incredibles.
0: Yeah, also Incredibles two, and uh... I don't know the other ones either.
1: Although, although what I was gonna say is uh, the Spider Man movie over Ralph. I would say yes. Over in Incredibles, I don't know. Maybe I would have to see the Spider Verse to really.
0: I would say. Because I only saw Ralph, that uh, Ralph was pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. Definitely no, definitely not better than Spider Verse. Spider Verse was a special thing that only comes along every so often. It's kind of like Avatar. How Avatar was a special thing because the technology was like new and interesting and crazy and everything. Right. And it was like a spectacle that's what spider-verse is it's like the animated version of that but it shouldn't even be looked at as an animated movie because well i mean avatar was an a- animated movie too basically <laughs> so is lion king the upcoming lion king which we'll talk about but i mean you know there's a fine line there's getting to be a fine line there that there really shouldn't be i mean we'll we'll talk about this in a minute i'm gonna we'll go through the the uh the winners and things but uh there's a there's a fine line, and there's a there's a thing that goes back all the way to uh, '93, I think, when uh, *Beauty and the Beast* was nominated for Best Picture. That uh, we will talk about it.
1: All right, so let's just get this straight real quick. That uh, *Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse* is not Disney. Exactly, it's not a Disney film. It did not win a Disney did not win. Uh, the award for that. No, that does
0: not count as a Disney a win. We are talking about it because it was probably one of the best movies of the year and because there's certain, and because it's related to Disney and the fact that it beat Disney.
1: But I'm not talking about it that I know you're not talking about that. Well, that I was letting you get to that. i did <laughs> to post uh, congratulations to the Disney winners, which included... Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and I was just like no this is not a Disney film this is a Sony film and they decided that they were going to say oh it is uh made by or in what was it called in um in um in in um I can't remember that word basically because it association was association with Yeah, in association with Marvel Entertainment. That is true. But it's not a Marvel studio. No, it is a Sony
0: studios movie
1: right so um which
0: brings us to the best and most amazing part of spider-verse winning uh is the big screw you from lord and miller to disney all right right or, yes that's fine. Fire us from Solo. We'll just go win an Academy Award.
1: Hey, that's I mean, you got to do what you got to do, and um, um, that's that's great. But I just wanted to make sure everyone knew that this is not a Disney film. No, it is so not. So doesn't matter uh, if uh, Marvel is owned by Disney. Disney did not put any money into this film, so they have nothing to do with it. And uh, people like um, those Facebook groups who think they uh, know what they're talking about, well, you don't. You don't. Anyway... No, I got that off
0: my chest. Off your chest. Okay, hey, speaking of off your chest, we're gonna start with the first Academy Award winner for Disney. Uh I you know, I still haven't seen this, but I will defend it until as long as I need to defend it against uh, you know, the people well, I mean you didn't understand it either, but I mean uh do you understand it now? I don't know what we're talking wow. about. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. do you understand yes, it, finally? I, no, I understood it after we talked about it. Oh, okay. So I'm just like, I'm not in, uh, you know. Because I don't think Tim still didn't understand it, right? He still thinks it's just food. He's white. <laughs> <laughs> He, well yeah he, he
1: doesn't have that cultural you know where where you know with the, the asians and then mexicans you know it's all about the family thing you and know, food you know what, what, family and food and go together think, if you think this is racist then basically i don't care but you know white people it's just like they grow
0: up and then they kick you out of the house and you're on your own
1: so that's basically what it is
0: so yeah uh so bow the short that was with what was that with? That was with uh Incredibles, right? Yes. Uh, the short bow, well, won the Academy Award for uh best short for animated short. Uh that was created by Domi She and Becky Neiman Cobb. I believe it was basically Domi She's. And uh, if I'm saying her name wrong, uh, I apologize, obviously. But uh, she's basically the the uh, brains behind the short and what and everything. And uh, she. Uh, had a very important quote that from her acceptance speech that I think uh, should be said to everybody, and that's uh, to all the new nerdy girls who hide behind their sketchbooks. Don't be afraid to tell your stories to the world. And I think it's very important for uh, for you know girls especially who feel like that they may be you know marginalized and stuff like that, and may not think that just because you know with men and all that stuff that they get to do everything. That uh, your ideas may not be listened to. Well. Like she says, don't hide behind those sketchbooks. Get those stories out there. So uh, that's really cool that that one, uh, I mean, I don't really, there was nothing really that was against it that I, I mean, obviously, I've never seen any of the others. It's uh, the, the Disney shorts always get the highest profile. Uh, I think they always almost always win, right. which in a sense is unfair to the others just because the others don't really get the profile. But I mean, you know, I obviously can't argue with that. This was a really good short and the the message behind it is important for not only uh you know uh, Asian culture but also uh women women and Asian culture so uh, and then obviously speaking of important to culture the uh the big winner for Disney was of course Black Panther all right so Black Panther won 3 academy awards it won the academy award Or it won the uh, best production design. It won for best costume design. And it won for best original score. Now, I'm just going to say right now that, uh, first of all, first ever win for an Academy Award of Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe that when I saw that, that it was the first ever Marvel movie to win an Academy Award. I couldn't believe that. I I was floored when it won the costume one, the first one. And I was like, that can't be. There's no way. That there's never been a Marvel movie that won, and then by the time we got to uh, the the win for best original score by uh, Ludwig Göransson, which and just a note that now means that Star Wars will be has uh, three Academy Award-winning directors working for them because uh, if you remember the announcement that the that Ludwig Göransson would be doing the music for The Mandalorian. Oh. So along with John Williams and Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. Chino, Uh They now have three Academy Award-winning directors. or <laughs> uh, that's cool. Uh, composers that, uh, working on Star Wars. So, uh, Anyways, by the time we got to that one, it made me wonder, I'm like, well, have they ever been nominated for a score before? Because it just seemed really weird that they hadn't. If they hadn't. And I went back all the way to the early 90s and sure enough, no Marvel movie. Not even the ones at Fox. Not even the ones at Sony. Not even Spider-Man from Danny Elfman. Not even the X-Men movies. None of them. Nothing. Nothing. No X, no Marvel movie at all has, has been nominated for an Academy Award for Best Score. Which I found astounding. That they were had been just left out all that time, and then you know I mean I think about some where they're you know some of them are just kind of eh. you know and I know one of the complaints about the the whole DC crowd is uh, that uh, Marvel movies have kind of forgettable themes, which I would like to uh, dispel and say that no they do have amazing themes because if you think about the Alan Silvestri score for Avengers. If you think about the score from uh, Ant-Man, is very distinguishable. I think. I mean, even you would probably recognize the score from yeah. Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh The uh, the score for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies are great, and I think they're very distinguishable. But I mean, it's just the fact that none of nothing has been nominated until now, and then the fact that they hadn't even won any technical awards. It just—it made me—it—it it, it was weird because a because I, then I looked back and John Williams had been nominated for Force Awakens, and for Last Jedi, which makes me think that both of those were token nominations, just for because it's John Williams, and that he didn't even—they probably didn't even think he deserved to be nominated because I mean, if, most people would think that neither of those scores are particularly better than any other Star Wars score. I mean, I think they're great, but I mean, as far as being better than some things, I they would probably be just be average, I guess. But then Rogue One wasn't even animated. I think Rogue One soundtrack was better than uh some others, but so I've come to the conclusion and I will I have, you know, obviously uh, receipts to back it up. And uh, Let's we'll, we'll just talk about Black Panther real fast. I mean, we both agree that it's a great movie. It's yeah. definitely a top five of Marvel movies. Uh, you haven't seen all the Marvel movies. I haven't seen all the Marvel movies. I still say the best of the modern um, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies is uh, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Uh, you have not seen that, tragically. <laughs> uh, so you cannot no one uh, died because I have you, you, uh, you cannot uh, verify that is the best <laughs> of the Marvel movies for me but uh, I do believe that is the best one Black Panther is definitely maybe two or three you know because I mean the first Guardians movie I still think is really good Ant-Man is really good but
1: uh, I gotta agree with the Ant-Man <laughs>
0: <laughs> the point I'm getting to is that uh, I believe that Black Panther got what I would like to refer to as the, uh, return of the King, the King return of the King, uh, syndrome. Uh, some may recall that, uh, return of the King, the Lord of the Rings third Lord of the Rings movie won all the Academy awards, including best picture. Uh, it basically swept, uh, it is highly agreed upon that it is, it is not the best of the Lord of the Rings movies that two towers is the best of the Lord of the Rings movies. I know that is subject to debate. Uh, feel free to email, but we will not talk about it because that is not Disney. But, <laughs> uh, but it is widely accepted that Lord that Return of the King won, as basically they threw a bone at fantasy movies because fantasy movies and sci-fi movies had been you know ignored by the Academy as art pieces throughout its whole history, and that Return of the King basically only won as like a here you go stop complaining type of thing Uh I'm going to once again I mentioned Beauty and the Beast I'm going to take you back to 93 I think it was when Beauty and the Beast was nominated for best actual best picture and then within a couple of years they had created the best uh animated feature right. category and that was because the Academy did not want to ever have a because to this day the Academy and they even make a comment in the Academy Awards. I don't know if you noticed that they make a comment about it being kiddie or something when they were introducing the uh the animated feature category, they almost made a slight comment about it being uh about it being uh you know for kids, basically. Right, kids they implied know. that it's for kids, that animation is for kids. And as long as people you know the the olders that control the academy and those kind of people still believe that animation is not something to be respected the same way as live action then uh you're gonna have that kind of disrespect but anyways uh that created basically the they threw a bone and they created the animated feature category because of beating the beast being nominated for best picture when they didn't want that to happen again obviously then like i said the whole lord of the Rings situation uh next up my next example would be heath ledger how many people really think that heath ledger would have been nominated much less win for best supporting actor for the joker for dark knight had he not died i mean let's just be honest with ourselves he may have been nominated there's no way he would have won much less get nominated so the uh, once again that was them basically that was their bone at uh you know, for actor nominations for superhero movies, we'll probably never see another nomination for a, you know, acting did was Chad Chadwick Boseman was not nominated for best actor. Right. And yet uh, Viggo Mortensen was and people. A lot of people don't even think he deserved the, to be nominated. Hmm. And yet I think Jack, Chadwick Boseman did a great job in, uh, in acting. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, who won an Academy award just a, what a few years ago for uh for Fruitvale Station, I believe, or the, I believe the same by also the same director as uh, Ryan Coogler as Black Panther. I believe he won for that. But, uh, you know, he did great as uh, Killmonger. Like I said, that brings us to Black Panther, which, uh, A, it was probably one of the most high profile of all the Marvel movies, would you agree? Just oh, yeah. Because yeah, of yeah. the uh, the whole, uh, I think that the diversity of it made it higher profile. The uh, the subject matter made it higher profile. Uh, the fact that it's such a big milestone as far as the Marvel movies that it's like, uh, I mean, it was a big deal for them to take a lesser character like Iron Man and have him kick off the Marvel universe. It was a much bigger deal to take an even lesser known character like Black Panther, which had been trying just a little history, in case you didn't know. Uh, Black Panther has been trying to get made since the early 90s. Wesley Snipes tried for over 10 years with Stan Lee to make Black Panther. Oh, I didn't know that. And then but that ult- ultimately culminated in him becoming Blade instead.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: And then even still he kept trying with Stan to make uh and he even uh they even came really close to doing it but instead they ended up making Blade 3 instead. So but uh there was a lot of years where people were afraid that if they made a b- movie called Black Panther that people would think it's about the Black Panthers. Oh right, right. And stuff like that. The the you know the group Black Panthers from the 60s. Uh so there was a, it, it was a lot of obstacles and things that Black Panther went through to get made. So that was why it was another big milestone. And uh so all of these things came together and made it one of the most high profile of all the Marvel movies, and I think that's what really, what were happening, what what happened, it didn't win Best Picture, because I think that they, <laughs> that wasn't, it, I guess they figured that they it was getting enough of a bone. <laughs> so, I mean, don't count on this ever happening again. Marvel's gotten their Academy Awards, that's all you're ever going to see probably from that. Uh, unless maybe like John Williams does a Marvel movie, which that's not going to happen. No. So, uh, I mean, congratulations to Black Panther. Congratulations to Kevin Feige. Congratulations to Ryan Coogler. Congratulations to all everybody that works in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You guys won three Academy Awards. Enjoy them. That's all you're going to get. Dang. I predict that's all you'll... I mean, th- maybe... I don't know. Maybe they might decide to start throwing bones in the in these same categories: production design, costumes. Oh, that's what I think. Score. I Think
1: like maybe like production design or um, effects, sound effects. But
0: you look at, I mean, I I didn't go back at like, uh, well, you see, Black Panther wasn't even nominated, I think, for effects. But uh, I mean, you, I, I didn't go back and look at costume design and production design to see if any Marvel movie had ever been nominated for those categories. I only went back on the score. I mean, you look at the production design on like the Thor movies. I mean, the Thor movies, really extravagant sets and stuff like that and uh, stuff like Avengers, big, big pieces, and yeah. or Captain America, uh, first Avenger, uh, a period piece in World War II. I mean, you would think that any of those could have, would have deserved an Oscar for uh, for costumes or production design, but none of them did. So... I don't know i just i don't hold out hope that i i don't hold out hope that this is the last but i'm hope i am hopeful but i'm not gonna hold my breath so right. you know i mean well done marvel i mean the obviously the the movie deserved it if any movie's gonna get the recognition the the lord of the or the uh, return of the king treatment i mean this is the one uh at least the a more at least a deserving movie got it rather than them just throwing it at like uh in, in end game Or something like that, where it's more of a spectacle, but, you know, it it doesn't really deserve the awards as much as, say, Black Panther or, or like, uh, Winter Soldier would have. That's my conspiracy theory. (laughs) Uh, I forgot to put on my tinfoil hat. Yeah, he's not even wearing a hat today. I'm not wearing a hat. That's because Tim's not here.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) I want to point out that it was was special, I guess, that uh, Marvel won its first ever Oscars on the same night that Stan made the oscars in the in memoriam uh i could say they could have picked a little bit better clip for him in that but i won't rant on about the people that they forgot and i just want to say congratulations to olivia coleman olivia coleman is the bomb well deserved ever since uh hot tub yes hot tub so yeah during the academy awards uh you know Everybody was has been talking about. Oh, is there going to be a Star Wars? No, there wasn't going to be anything Star Wars in the Academy Awards. But uh, you know, people were half expecting. Oh, maybe we'll get a we'll we'll get an Infinity War. Uh, realistically, people thinking. Well, maybe we'll get a, a actual trailer for Lion King where we actually get to see stuff, you know, or hear things, or, Right. you know, talking, not just you know the intro thing.
1: Not just birds flying.
0: Not just birds flying. <laughs> Well, I was on uh, my, (laughs) I was, uh, the Academy Awards were on, I was on Twitter, I think, posting about, you know, something that had just won, I think it was the, uh, Bao had just won, and I was posting about Bao, and I saw a post that said, uh, it was from, it was from John Favreau's Instagram, and he had posted a poster for Lion King, I'm like, ooh, he just posted a poster, that means we're probably going to get it, posters usually immediately proceed a trailer almost always most of the time sometimes (laughs) and uh, i'm like okay cool maybe we're getting a trailer so i'm trying to get i'm trying to find an actual post to get ready and retweet this poster and then all of a sudden the academy awards brought to you by the lion king i'm like oh well i guess it's coming on right now (laughs) so i turned the volume up and it's basically the same trailer that we already had but just shortened and there might be extra cheetahs <laughs> i have to, i never did compare it but there is nothing in this it's definitely shorter and other than maybe a shot of cheetahs that i'm not sure about uh yeah there's nothing extra in this trailer uh i will prove it to you that you won't be able to see it but i will prove it to you as soon as i find it Where is it? Oh, there it is.
2: It is time.
0: Yeah, play those drums. <laughs> so as you could uh, hear, it's the basically the same trailer, minus the intro, because you know the trailer, the first trailer, which is was a, which was a basically a carbon copy of the original original trailer. First trailer, uh, it has a little intro before it goes into the the opening mm. of the movie. It has the little intro about something. Uh, I don't remember right now about uh, Simba. Right. I don't remember. But anyways, yeah, uh if you missed it, you're not missing anything. If you saw the first trailer, you already saw everything there is to see. So uh that was pretty disappointing. The poster's cool though. I like the poster. Uh, basically other than that, there wasn't really any commercials in the uh during the Oscars that were of any significance. I hey, guess what happened on Friday? Uh what was Friday? Uh, I don't know. Uh, World of Color came back, like we said
2: it was going to come back. Oh, yeah.
1: So, yeah, World of Color uh, had their quote-unquote soft opening on Friday and uh, played this week. I was there on Friday to check it out. Not sure where this information came about that's not going to happen on Friday. It's going to go on Saturday instead, like we were talking about last week. I don't know, but it happened on Friday. Who who said that? Where did did we get that from? We're not going to say. I don't mind giving them credit for anything. So, okay, so it wasn't any of us though. No, no, so anyway, it uh, and then they were saying that the dining packages were going to be canceled because people reserved them for, oh, Friday. right, that's where we got the
0: idea yeah. that uh, it was being canceled on the Friday it was because the dining packages were being canceled. That's why.
1: So, I was walking over there, you know, everyone's already uh, got their fast passes and waiting for the show to start. So, I was walking around and I was looking to see if they had the dessert package people out there. Cause usually they have the long the, the 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 tables and people you know sitting there. I didn't really see those, but I did see people walking in with the uh, to go ones. You know, you go and grab your box to go, and you go and you sit down. So I saw like four people walking into the area to go and sit down and eat, or you know, or sit down and get their spots or stand and get their spots. I don't know if they get chairs or not. So I was like, well, I thought these dining things were canceled.
0: I wonder if they realized that they had, like, VIPs or something they wanted to put in that first night.
1: That could be a possibility.
0: Or if maybe they didn't know that they was going to be ready to go on the Friday, so that's why they canceled just in case, and then they maybe they took just walk-ups. I was I was thinking about
1: the same thing. Maybe they had walk-up people come up and, you Or know. it could have been a combination of
0: both. Yeah.
1: So anyway, they had people who had their little lunch to go or whatever, and their box lunches. <laughs> if that's
0: all you saw, that may have been all they did was the to-go type rather yeah. than maybe they didn't do the dessert or the actual dinner maybe all they had was the maybe the uh, the to go container were those people going to a special place Yeah yeah so they did have a place reserved for them Because
1: I was uh, walking up and um there was these people saying, "Oh, I wonder if we can get to the front." You know, I, there's a lot of people here. They're just walking I'm like, wanting So, I, you know, did my thing where I stopped cuz I know they don't have a a pass for this. <laughs> so I look at them and they're you know, People are getting let in because they're showing their tickets. So the cast members are all go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And these people go up there. And of course, they're like, oh, you have a ticket? Oh, no. And, well, you just got denied because you're not getting anywhere you wanted to go. So anyway, I was looking at that, and that's when I noticed uh, four people walking up with their box lunches and going in to uh, watch the show. Anyway, I went over there just to check it out. I wasn't trying to get a good spot or anything. I went uh, behind the scenes. I was over there by... Um, the Celia Symphony swings. Whoa. Underneath, and watching it from there, taking pictures and video and things like that. So, you can see it from over there? Yeah, you see the backside of World of Color. <laughs> oh, interesting. That's, that's what I got to see the backside of World of Whoa. Color, which is pretty cool. I mean, if, if if you want to watch the projections and everything, then I wouldn't stand there. But if you can care, that's about projections because you know what the movie is. Uh, studying back there, there's like hardly anyone over there.
0: Now, this is the, the 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 classic one. So that's the one with the big flame, right? Yes. So is it hot right there? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's
1: hot tub hot because, I mean, you know, they do the very first, you know, couple of flames, which is, okay, it's, it's warm. But at the end, you have all the flames going off, and whoa, yeah, it's really hot. And really, it's it's really cool because... You know, you do get wet over there in that area. There's a point where all the fountains are going off. So all the, you know, when the breeze is bringing all the water to you. So you do get wet. And when the end of the show, when you have all the fire going off, you get pretty warm and pretty dry pretty quickly. (laughs) So, no, that's a good area to go to. And I was just watching it from there, just checking it out. The same show, nothing new about it. And uh, people are, of course, complaining. "Oh, how come they don't have anything new? And I'm like. They never said that it was coming back as a new show. They were just saying World of Colors coming back, and you know you want No uh, to- They
0: specifically said that it was well. I mean, they never really. They still Disney still hasn't officially announced no, it. No, right? they yeah, haven't. So, they'll
1: probably announce it tomorrow. Uh,
0: but the uh, the 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 reports that we were getting about it coming back all specified that it was the original. Right. So there should have been any no surprise. Right.
1: Yeah. Basic show. It's all right. It's cool. It's back and just in time for um. You know, all the crowds that are expected to be uh, at Disneyland once uh, Galaxy's Edge opens up. And so now they have more entertainment options over at California Adventure Park. So you can go check that out. Right now it was playing at 10 o'clock at night right when uh, the park closes. Uh, I'm not sure what the hours are going to be for this week. Uh, You you can just, you know, go check the app because there's an app for that.
2: Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks.
0: Fat Time. I haven't had Fat Time in a while. Or, I don't know, have we? I don't know. I don't know, didn't eat today? <laughs> uh, I mean, we haven't talked about
2: it.
1: All right, so real quick before we... we we're going to talk about some food and wine festival stuff. But, but, before we get to that, uh, they have been um, putting out paper straws in the parks now. Now I heard uh, from uh, Disney three six six that uh, they first put them out over at Pizza Planet, and uh, that that's where they had them at first. When I was there on the Friday, I noticed them over in uh, Tomorrowland at the Galactic Grill. Uh, I don't think they were park wide yet, because uh, as I was you know heading over to Main Street, walking out, they had the regular straws over at the Coke corner. So obviously they're going to, you know, try to get rid of the old straws first before they start putting in the new ones. So yeah, they're paper straws. It says paper on them or says something about being made in the USA or something like that. I actually have one in my backpack that I brought over here. But um, yeah, so paper straws now and are coming into the parks and you'll be seeing that soon. Don't know how well they, they hold up. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, some people say they don't last pretty that long, so I guess you have to drink your drink pretty quickly. But yeah, you're going to start seeing paper straws in the parks if you haven't seen them yet. But, uh, and then they can go along with your um, drinks that you get over at the Food and Wine Festival, because that starts on Friday. And of course, they finally release all the information of what they're going to be serving at the different marketplaces
0: yeah, I just want to say that uh, I'm really surprised at their lateness on the, the oh, posting this, because right. they yeah, just, me too. today's Tuesday, uh, you guys know that we usually record on uh, Tuesday, and uh, last week we made the comment at the end of the show that uh, that we thought that they would probably post the, the food and wine thing on Wednesday, because almost always they post it the day after we record uh but they did not because if they had they would have uh other sites who went to they went to DCA and actually saw the freaking booths and started posting all the menus because by what Thursday when was it that uh and Cons were the first ones to post that right I I think, I, I don't know cuz I saw that I was like oh cuz I think they started out they posted like four of the booths at first and I'm like oh that's interesting because I think it was like the avocado, the uh, artichoke one, the berry one, and the, I forget what the other one was. Oh, the veggie one. Because then I made a comment about how the veggie one has something with chicken. I'm like, well, that's not veggie.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I was like, well, that's really surprising. Because usually they're pretty good about having the, the you know, especially for food and wine. They're usually good good about getting the menu out there. Definitely before the booths ever go up and they, you know, so it was really surprising for them to drop the ball like that and then just barely post it today, like the same week that the shit's starting. I'm like, whoa.
1: Yeah, well, I was there Friday and I took pictures and I posted the menus also. I didn't post that till Saturday because I was, didn't feel like posting on Friday, but yeah, I posted the menus that they had up for all the booths at that time and I believe they were still missing like um, four, maybe four booths or something. When I was leaving the park, I actually saw some of the cast members coming out who were going to put the booths up saying, oh, well, this one here is a 10 by 10. Uh, That one's a 10 by 20. I was like, oh, cool. And and just, you know, just see them getting ready to, you know, move the booths in and everything. And uh, I saw the markings on the ground, like where the citrus booth was going to go. So I said, oh, I guess they're getting ready to put the rest of them in uh, on that night.
0: Uh, first, before we get to the food, I just want to start out by saying that, uh, they actually did post the day after we recorded, they did post something about food and wine. And when I first glanced at it, I thought it was the food and wine menu. And I'm sure you felt the same way when you first saw it. Yeah. Cause we both get notifications. So we see that thing. Cause we always commemorate the good times enjoying delicious food and beverages. I'm like, okay, here's the food and wine thing. Yes. And then I saw merchandise. I'm like, oh, okay. So it's just merchandise. That's nice uh okay well maybe we'll get it tomorrow but then of course it was a whole nother week before they actually released it but i just want to mention merchandise real fast it was just a couple things uh of note uh that first of all for those of you that are into the whole uh spirit jersey scene well the spirit jersey to end all spirit jerseys i think is uh they <laughs> i think they've releasing the spirit jersey to end all spirit jerseys because this thing looks like a lando cape from behind or maybe, like, the genie should be wearing it. <laughs> or actually, actually, you know what, to be honest, she almost looks like a carpet. <laughs> like the carpet, oh, the yeah. woman that would be playing carpet, like, in the oh, Aladdin stage show. Right. <laughs> because this spirit jersey looks like it's huge. And it's like, it has a giant writing and, like, two big wine glasses on the back. I mean, I dig the way it looks. But as a shirt, I would like that as if it was a blanket. <laughs> i mean just because a, a shirt that big would probably look like a blanket but i mean yeah i mean so yeah if you're into that sort of thing though they they do have some uh pretty pretty uh outrageous looking uh shirt jerseys uh they have some uh, I, uh he was telling me about some uh aladdin ears that just came out at the park yeah or something that were i guess popular but uh they have some ears they have ears coming out for food and wine that look way better than those uh aladdin ears if you're into having a spoon and fork on your ears
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but no seriously i would i would definitely buy these before i would buy the aladdin ones but then again i wouldn't buy either of them right uh then of course you got your usual uh your usual uh hats t-shirts uh cheese boards oh what no <laughs> I think they did actually sell a cheese board last year, but I don't remember.
1: Maybe. I, I didn't pay attention to the merchandise last year.
0: I did make the comment last year that I was pissed off because at Florida's Food and Wine Festival at Epcot, they were giving out a free cheese board to uh, APs who bought the Sip and Savor Pass.
1: Now, when I saw the picture of this cheese board cutting board, actually, I uh, was thinking it looked like something back in school, you know, they like, whipped you with. You over your your bad.
0: Yeah. Thank you, sir. May I have another? I just Animal House. I just see Animal House. Okay. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's a little like a paddle board. Yeah, it does
0: look like a paddle, but it's supposed to look like a wine bottle. But the shape of the wine bottle obviously gives the uh, the neck of the wine bottle looks like a handle. Yeah. Whereas the rest of it looks like a paddle. So, uh, (laughs) uh, parents, parents out there that still believe in uh, beating your kids, beating your kids, I guess. Uh there you go. Hey, I used to get beat really bad. This is cheaper than just having kidding. this is no, cheaper than having to make one. That's like my kidding. grandfather did back in the day when he built his own paddle.
1: All I got to say is I uh, my dad had a um a leather back brace. Oh. Cuz my dad used to um uh he was a sanitation engineer. Oh right. Yeah, he was a trash man. So he used to pick up the the trash cans, so he had that back brace. Yeah, my butt saw a lot of that back brace.
0: Uh, They'll also be having themed glassware, salt, pepper, shakers, and an apron, of course. So uh, basically all the usual crap <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing for food and wine. Uh, they seem to be making that stuff available at more places every year. You can get it at Oswald's, Elias and Company, Trolley Treach Off the Page, and, of course, the carts along the festival marketplace.
1: Uh, off the Page sounds something that's new.
0: Yeah, I don't think they've ever had that stuff there at Off the Page before. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think they've right. ever had it at Oswald's before. Oh. Uh, interesting that they that are not mentioning the studio store here because usually the studio store has all that stuff or whatever the hell it's called now <laughs> Wandering Oakens Studio Store. Oh, oh right, right, uh, right. The Sunset right. Showcase Store, whatever the <laughs> hell that they, they want there to called this week.
1: He was at the F-bomb right there. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that place usually has a lot of merchandise, but apparently maybe not this year or maybe they're just not mentioning it. Who knows? Uh, I don't know if there's any booths over there in that area. Is there?
1: Yeah. the um, L.A. style? Yes, L.A. style. Oh, we'll is it actually the- L.A. style? Uh, I don't know. I so think that's the
0: one that was always over there was L.A. style. There is,
1: a, there is something over
0: there. Right? We'll get to that. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, merchandise. Check it out. Giant uh, spirit jersey. <laughs> All right. So food. We'll try to go through this fast because we know that some of you guys don't care and you think we waste time reading off food, but I don't know. Whatever. Until somebody emails us and tells us to stop, we'll just keep doing it, I guess. <laughs>
1: there you go. I agree with that.
0: Uh, once again, they will be having sip and savor passes. Looks like for everybody. Usual stuff. Eight items.
1: Uh there will be a discount for a p s They just haven't set what the price would be,
0: yeah, they don't have it's probably gonna be maybe the forty five and thirty nine again
1: No, because this is fifty four so it's. Oh, was it fifty
0: four and forty nine that's what it was yeah that's so right it was fifty four for fifty nine fifty four forty nine if it goes up, then uh you're gonna have to uh evaluate your choices as a human <laughs> uh as always, Paradise Garden Grill and the beer garden will also be having their own offerings. Now, over there at Paradise Garden Grill, there's something that I really, really want to try. Oh. So are we skipping to the bottom and starting there? Well, just since you mentioned
1: it, we can just start there real quick. It's nothing... I mean, I'm not going to go into... Ooh,
0: beer-battered cod. No, that's not what it is. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Ooh, no meat submarine? Uh, no. Uh, the pork tacos? Uh, no. Ooh, buffalo-style turkey leg? Ooh, no. Uh... Large soft pretzel with beer cheese. Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> no, that pretty much. Oh, the Man- Mantanzas Creek uh, Blanc, uh, Fume Blanc Sonoma, uh, o- Oreo Cabernet, work Brewing Company. No, no, no. we' no, oh, I've never no. been there. Black
1: Forest Parfait. Yes. Layers of chocolate cake, vanilla. Was that? Chantilly. Uh, chocolate mousse and cherries. Ooh, you had
0: me at cherries and Black Forest.
1: <laughs> so yeah i saw that i was like "Ooh!" i mean they've always had the chocolate or the black forest cupcake before which was really good and then they had the black forest bun cake which was really good i think it was a bun cake um so, i believe so yeah so yeah i'm down to try that
0: there's a picture of it it looks really good Did you yes see, you saw the picture oh yes i drew it over the picture already
1: and just for that, I need to do my insulin real quick because I'm gonna be uh high with just looking uh I just wanna sugar. say that
0: that fish and chips looks really good uh for those of you that uh just real quick uh I know some people are always asking about rabbit food <laughs> uh we joke about it you uh, vegetarians, vegans, whatever you guys are out there uh we make fun of you, but we still love you uh, uh they do have the impossible no meat ball. Ah, I get it. No meatball. So it's a fake meatball uh submarine sandwich with marinara sauce topped with soy cheese and served with kettle chips. Oh, there's a code here. Oh. Okay. I, I was talk it about is that. it is vegan, yeah. So there's codes here. Wow, this is a first also, right?
1: Yeah, I was gonna mention that that they do actually uh, list what is uh What is a vegetarian, vegan, and uh, gluten-free?
0: Yeah, so they do list this impossible no-meatball submarine as vegan. Uh, The pretzel is listed as a vegetarian item with the beer cheese. All right, so we're just going to go ahead and move uh, backwards. We don't really need to go over the beer garden stuff because we never really go over the beer because that's your business. (laughs) Ooh, they do have some cider that is not cider that's like you can just buy in a store, which I like. All right, we're starting with L.A. Style, which is over there in the same place that always is near Monsters Ride. Now, real quick, is this new that they actually showing what the locations are? On the thing, yes, it is. Yeah, yes, so... that is also new that they have never shown in the post before where the locations are. You always had to wait until you got the map and stuff. Uh, they are yeah, they're telling you that is located near Monsters, Inc. The L.A. Style, those of you that have been going, L.A. Style has been in that same location for basically the last... This will be, the think, the third year now that L.A. Style will be in that same place. Uh, I'm really surprised to see that they don't have very many options. But uh, as a tradition with L.A. Style, they do have the... uh, uh, This is a little bit different, but they always have tacos of some sort of L.A. Style. And this is an Asian-style beef barbacoa taco with pickled ginger. I could do without the pickled ginger, but the barbacoa sounds amazing. Uh, The tacos at... LA style are almost always amazing. Uh, Two years ago, they were absolutely to die for. Last year, they were eh, not as much to die for, but still good. Uh, They also have a BLT Chicharron, which I don't even know what to make about that. (laughs) And then they have, you know, beverages and stuff. Uh, Golden Dreams, which is near the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail entrance. Uh, That's, I think, the furthest away that they've ever put uh uh a booth down that way if it's near the Redwood Creek entrance uh the closest they've ever had furthest way they have ever had one down that trail was was the uh was that uh Christmas one
1: I think this is the one right there in front of uh when you walk in by the bathrooms and the... So you think it's there Yeah, I think even it's though that
0: it one. says it's near the entrance you think it's going to be in the same place as yeah, the Yeah uh, because I think they're talking about the Christmas that's, the, one. that's
1: the entrance of the the creek so I think that's what oh, that okay. one is.
0: All right, well, we'll see. They're going to have some teriyaki chicken. I ain't deconstructed. It makes me think that sounds... I've been taught by cooking shows that deconstructed (laughs) means lazy. (laughs) And that I don't know how to make something. But uh, teriyaki chicken musubi with pineapple relish and an Anaheim chili really, ain't no bites with salsa verde. That actually sounds really good. Like bites. I'd like to see what they look like, though.
1: Ooh, I didn't see this one.
0: And then a chocolate peanut caramel caramel parfait i didn't see that one cool I'll that try is that. uh gluten-free and the chili bites are vegetarian all right off the cob we're kind of jumping around here we're not really going any kind of order of place uh because this is going to be near the golden zephyr so we're right there uh the, off the cob is a returning one i believe that's where off the cob usually is is actually by golden zephyr uh, they will have shrimp boiled tacos with Andouille sausage and fresh corn. Now that sounds very similar to something that they had last time that I tried. That was really good. Uh, they also have the sweet. They have sweet corn nuggets with bacon lardens. I don't know what the hell. What the hell is a lardon?
1: Um, it's something full of lard. I
0: don't know. It's <laughs> it's bacon. You had me at bacon. <laughs> yeah. Garlic kissed, which is another returning one, also near the Golden Zephyr. Right, uh, usually the off cob and go- garlic kissed are connected. Yeah. Uh, that has oh, this is a returning one: black garlic soy braised pork belly banh mi. That's a returning one. That's uh pretty good. Uh, creamy mac and cheese with garlic bread crumble. That sounds like a variation of a, a returning one. That's pretty good. That's the other a, one had the that's uh, vegetarian cornbread.
1: Wasn't it crumbles?
0: Yeah, they've had cornbread before. Yeah, on it uh, this one has garlic bread. Right. Ooh, I want that cake. And a chocolate crunch cake. Which basically, if that's the picture, then it just looks like the one from that you had from yeah uh, Jolly Holiday, the one the Mickey ears one. Uh, jumping over near Paradise Gardens Park is Clucka Doodle Moo. That's a returning <laughs> one, I believe. Uh, that has Harris Ranch grilled beef tenderloin slider with chimichurri sauce. Now that's a returning one, but I believe that was at a different booth last time. I could be mistaken. Uh, and then they have a salt and vinegar Parmesan chicken wings. Now, that's very similar to a chicken wing that they had, I believe, for Festival of Holidays.
1: And hey, they also have a watermelon lemonade with the watermelon garnish. That sounds
0: good. I'm going to try that. You go ahead. Well, Michael's going to buy some for you. <laughs> uh, like I said, both of those sounds like they're returning. They're just maybe a different, uh, at a different a thing, at a different place. Uh near the Pacific Wharf bridge is I love artichokes which is yet another returning and uh well artichokes right really nothing else to be said about that I'm not even artichoke toast it's like they we've moved on from avocado toast to arvo- uh, artichoke toast apparently damn millennials although the California olive tapenade sounds good You're a tapenade thank you uh speaking of <laughs> avocados Right next to Wine Country Tutoria, probably across from I Love Artichokes, is Avocado Time. Uh, not to be confused with Peanut Butter Jelly Time. <laughs> avocado Time. Nope, no, that doesn't, doesn't work. work. No, no. Uh, they have a Petite Impossible Burger with guac and pepper jack cheese that is vegetarian. I'm guessing it is not vegan because of the cheese, maybe? I don't know what your vegan rules are. Because uh, the Impossible Burger is definitely, I believe, vegetarian, but I don't know. Uh, they have a spice-roasted chicken on pita with avocado hummus and garlic sauce. Also near Wine Country Trattoria, they have the Veggie Veggie Fruit Fruit booth, which one would think would only have Veggie Veggies, Fruits, or Fruits. But they have chicken. Chicken? They have a grilled asparagus chicken Caesar salad. Now, I understand it has asparagus and it has salad, but it still has chicken, so that hardly qualifies for veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit, but what do I know? Now, they also have a cauliflower ceviche with chili, corn, crumble, and tortilla strips. Now, I don't know how it's, if it's just cauliflower and there's no fish in it. I don't know how that really qualifies as a ceviche, because, I mean, I know how ceviche works. I don't know how that works with cauliflower. Uh, if you want to have explain that to me, you can email us, mousepire at gmail.com, subject line, cauliflower ceviche. Uh, and that selection is vegan. Uh, moving over, also near Wine Country Chitoria is Peppers Caliente, yeah. which I believe is another returning booth. Uh, that Veggie Veggie Fruit... Fruit booth, I believe that's a new name or is it a new completely new booth or it's a new name for a booth? Because I don't remember it, It's a it, new name. Anything being called that before. Uh Pepper's caliente. will have a Verlasso sustainable salmon Peruvian poke with cucumber lime salad and ahi verde salsa. That's a mouthful. <laughs> Why just call it salmon poke. We don't need to know all the other crap. Okay. We don't need to yeah, poke. We don't need to know that it's Peruvian. Or that it's sustainable, or that's verlasso. I guess because it's gluten free, maybe that those people need to know all that crap. I don't know. Uh, they also have a ghost pepper mac and cheese with chili cheese corn chip dust. Now, all of, uh, of all the mac and cheeses they've ever had, that one sounds the most interesting to me because a I like chili cheese corn chips. Yeah. Huh. B ghost peppers. I'm not going to eat them by themselves, but in mac and cheese, it sounds like it might be kind of interesting. Okay, you should try that then. Maybe. I don't even know if I'll get, be able to go try it anything, but we'll see. Uh, and the next one, they Berry Patch, yeah, which I berry. believe is a returning one near Cars Land entrance. We will start with some uh, Blue Diamond Almond Breeze Almond Milk, because, you know, just go buy it from the store, people.
1: <laughs> For cheaper, you get more.
0: <laughs> I mean, geez, come on. Oh, that's funny. But uh the strawberry float with vanilla ice cream, whipped cream, and crunchy cereal garnish. I want that. I can carry uh, And by garn- crunchy cereal garnish, by the pictures, they mean Captain Crunch. Yes. Because and- it is unmistakable that the what's in the picture on the top of the float is Captain Crunch. Yes. So it's quit being a jerk about it, call it Captain Crunch what it is. Well, they unless don't. it's that like that generic Mexican one in the bag that you can get at the at uh, Superior.
1: Maybe they just can't use the names, you know. Well, I guess because they're advertising for Kellogg's or whatever,
0: right? And uh, then they have the—I uh, believe this is uh, where did, they had this before, right? The frushi? Yes, the strawberry and coconut rice frushi with Oikos yogurt wasabi sauce. That is both gluten-free and vegetarian. And good luck to you on that. Cause that sounds really disgusting. Uh, give me real sushi. Thank you very much. Uh, Fresh California berry pie, which I'm sure this guy might be interested in. I saw it that picture. It is vegetarian. Uh, it has strawberries and blackberries and blueberries, blueberries.
1: and strawberries. And pie. And pie. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, last last year they had the strawberry pie. And now they added some berries, more berries to this.
0: Well, this is interesting. Uh, California Craft Brews, which is nor- near the Cars Land entrance, is normally we just ignore it because it's all beer. Well, I know how. Huh? But they've decided to squeeze in some pepperoni pizza egg rolls with marinara and pesto sauce. Mm, that sounds yummy. <laughs> Ooh, pepperoni pizza egg rolls. Ooh, give me the pesto sauce. Keep the marinara. Thank you very much. So yeah, go check that. I'll uh, Get that uh, standing. Good luck, though, if you want that to eat that because then you're going to have to stand in line with all of the people trying to get drunk. So, <laughs> Good luck there. Uh, citrus Grove near Carthay Circle near the entrance is uh, another returning one, I believe. They have orange chicken and rice, citrus brined pork roast, and with tangy barbecue sauce and lemon pepper slaw. Sounds interesting, and they have a Meyer Lemon Blue Diamond Almond Macaron, which is both gluten free and vegetarian. And they also have a Meyer Lemon Ginger Mule, and then ginger, a non-alcoholic ginger beer.
2: Hmm.
0: Seems to be a lot more. Yeah, there's three, uh, three booths near the entrance. Uh, Nuts about cheese is also near the Carthay Circle at the festival entrance, and that one is a returning one. And that one has a, uh, I'm waiting on Fiscalini What the, come on, just call it a white cheddar lager soup. We've had it before. I mean, I don't know what Fiscalini means, but if you know, email us. I thought it was a field. <laughs> I, I mean, it used to be. Yeah. So is it still there? Uh, yes, it's still there. Okay. Well, then it still is. Uh, I mean, we've had the white cheddar lager soup before we've had the white, we've had the cheddar ale soup before. Uh, I mean, fiscally means whatever that means. So they have a ham and Villa Jack cheese pinwheel with smoked pistachios, which in the picture looks more like a cinnamon roll. But what do I know? It's pistachios. Yes. And then they have a creamy oikos yogurt cheesecake. So that all sounds pretty weird. Uh, the, the cheddar lager soup and the cheesecake are both vegetarian. And then last but not least uncork california also near the entrance by carthay circle and all they have is a bunch of beer and wine actually they don't even have wine all they have is a bunch of beer wait no the opposite they don't even have beer they have a bunch of wine and mimosas and you can get an artisan cheese selection california artisan cheese selection that you can get a point res blue of fiscalini white cheddar handcrafted california cheese so right. there you go. So apparently Fiscalini is a brand or something. Yeah, I was going to just say that cheese. right now. It's
1: Fiscalini, Fiscalini Cheese Company, and they are from California. Yes. Yeah, so, so
0: there you go. So you're getting real California cheeses. Yes. Uh, not from Wisconsin. No. So, of course, as we said, this starts on Friday. So tomorrow or whenever you hear this, this will be going on or getting ready to be going on. Uh, we, As always, we welcome you guys' Reviews of food, your videos, your emails, your comments, your posts, your whatever. Uh, run up to Diggs and scream at him how much you liked something or yes, uh, give him food.
1: I, and don't forget to um, post your food pictures on Instagram and hashtag it with Festival of Fatness. Yes. Wait, Maybe. no.
0: This isn't Festival of Fatness. It's oh. Christmas.
1: What is this called?
0: Uh, Still, this is just Fat Time at. Oh, uh, wait. No, we never had a. We never came up with a nickname for this. It's just Fat Time at the Parks. Spring Forward to Fatness. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah,
1: hashtag your pictures with Spring Forward to
0: Fatness. And if you don't remember that, simple hashtag Fat Time at the Parks. There you go. So, yes. Spring Forward to Fatness. Real quick, you missed one thing that I wanted to talk about.
1: Uh, It's because I wasn't really. Uh, paying attention at that point, but over there off the cob they have a peach tea with uh, peach garnish. Oh, okay, it's not an alcoholic, but I, I looked at that. I'm not. A, uh, I don't like tea. I'm not a tea person. I don't like peach. But last time they had a orange tea, oh. and the orange was really good. So, uh, well, then again, that was the orange boba's too. But anyway, uh, I think I'll try this one. The peach tea it looks pretty cool. All right, so uh, I got some um, word uh, today that. With the Food and Wine Festival and everything and, you know, in the recent years with Food and Wine and the um, Festival Holidays with the the food, uh, they would give you an AP button when you uh, go to the booth to get, you know, an entree or whatever. You get something, you show your pass, and they'll give you a little AP button. There's like, what, 14 of them to collect at one time or whatever it was. This year, they're not giving out AP buttons for the actual food marketplaces, I don't even see anything about an AP corner. There is an AP corner. Okay, gonna there is going to that. be one. So they're not giving any buttons out for any purchases of any entrees or whatever they, they gave you last time. So there's no AP buttons to collect. Basically, it's because, you know, you pass holes uh, complain about crap. And um, they're just not going to put up with the pass holes this year. So they're not offering buttons for that. Uh, there is an AP
0: corner. No big loss.
1: No, it's not no big loss. I mean, I didn't get any of those buttons because I didn't, you know, buy anything.
0: I mean, although the ones that they did have for Christmas were starting to get better and better with the detail, rather than just being a plain old button with a colored background and AP on it, they started adding a little bit more accents to it. But, yeah, no big loss. Especially considering those, those buttons were originally being handed out in the parking lot. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are the just a note that at the, down at the bottom, they talk about the signature events. So these are the ones that are left or? Yes, I think so. Because I assume then that guy, Fieri, Fieri is uh, sold out already. Because didn't he not sell out
1: last year right away? Uh, last year, yeah. He didn't sell out uh, as quick as he did the first year when it was before they even published anything. Well, because he's not here. Yeah, I know. I noticed that today. So that
0: means that either he's already sold out or he's dropped out.
1: I That I can't tell you.
0: Obviously, if you guys are interested in that stuff, uh, you guys look into that on your own. You should have already been looking into it because reservations have been available for a while now, ever since when we announced it, what, about a month ago or three weeks ago or something?
1: Something like that. All right, so, yeah, there will be an AP corner for the Food and Wine Festival, and it will actually be located over at the Blue Sky
0: Cellar. What? Again? No,
1: well, I, they didn't have it there last year. No,
0: they had it there like three years ago. Remember? Maybe.
1: No, I, I know they had it. They've had something there. I didn't know it was for Food and Wine or anything.
0: Yeah, it was AP Corner for Food and Wine was in there. They had the remember they had the Chargers so and great. we had the we had coloring and yeah. That was when they were still giving out recipes.
1: Okay. No, I mean I I know they had it there before, but I didn't know it was for Food and Wine. It was for Food and Wine. So yes. yeah, it would be over there at the Blue Sky Cellar. And of course, you don't have to show your pass. And uh, let's see. So basically, it says they're going to have uh, one of the kind, one of a kind photo opportunities with novelty props. And a Disney photo pass photographers will be there. You'll get a button. This one, this place, you will get a button for food and wine. And of course, it says it says limit one per pass holder for event duration.
0: So, so that means there's only going to give out one button during the whole. Month and a half, two months of uh, food and wine.
1: You only can get one button, that's it.
0: Yeah, apparently. So that's what it says here. So rather than one button a week, or well, at least it's a button and not just a sticker. Yeah. The AP Corner will be uh, open
1: daily from noon till 6 p.m. So there you go. All right, last week we went over the refurb list and everything. Uh, we got a date that the Astral Orbiter will be opening back up on March. Fifth, I think I posted. Yes. Anyway, uh I wanted uh we were, we were talking about how the Disney the Disney Gallery w- was was going to be closed until the twenty eighth. And um I we always assume that uh where Disney Anna is is the gallery also. Well it's not. So basically the entryway or the foyer, is that what you call it? Um of great moments with Mr. Lincoln. That's the actual gallery. Not where they sell all the art and stuff like that. So that's why that was, yeah, I don't get it either. Um, so we're talking about how that's closed for a refurb and uh, Mr. Lincoln's closed for refurb. So all that's one building. The Opera House is one building. Mr. Lincoln and the gallery is all one area. So that's why that was closed. Uh, I figured that
0: out this past week. So. So they did take out the, they are taking out then the the, uh, the Mary Poppins yes. thing to probably put in the uh Dumbo the Dumbo thing. Yeah,
1: so that uh Sneak Peek of Dumbo starts on Friday and the Sneak Peek of the Sneak Peek for APs is on Thursday. And uh yeah, they'll be giving out a button and a postcard. So if you're listening to this if I get it out early enough for you guys to get that information, head over to uh Disneyland. And you can check that out yeah
0: it's first time ever that they've advertised what they're gonna give you oh I know huh? so that way you know whether to stay away or not <laughs> that's true I mean if they would have done that then you would have known not to go when they gave you the post the bookmark <laughs> <laughs> but you would have known to go when they were giving out the uh, the sipper or the keychain there you
1: go so
0: yeah Dumbo sneak peek
1: is uh coming up on Friday for everybody you can check that out over there at the The Opera House. So uh, speaking of the refurbs, real quick, uh, we uh, mentioned that uh, Space Mountain was going to be in refurb is closed right now through March 14th. Now, I am not 100% sure about this, but we uh, just heard that uh, possibly when it reopens on March 15th, it might be Hyperspace Mountain again. Like I said, not 100% sure on that. It's a possibility right now. So I just wanted to mention that it might come back as Hyperspace Mountain when it reopens on March 15th.
0: Was that, is that something you heard that might happen? Or... Yes, yeah,
1: I just heard it today. I Maybe yesterday. It was yesterday. Uh, not 100% sure on that, though. I did some research, and I couldn't find any confirmation on that. But just want to give it a quick heads up that it might come back as Hyperspace Mountain. Not sure why, you know.
0: It would. I mean, I would have expected maybe it to return to Hyperspace Mountain sometimes before Episode Nine comes out. Right. Uh, Or I would have expected it to turn into Hyperspace Mountain if Star Wars Celebration was here. True. But neither of those things are happening anywhere near March. Uh, I don't know if maybe they think they want to have it as Hyperspace Mountain for a spring break, but I don't know why they would need to have it. for. That just seems weird. But, so, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, the timing is odd I mean unless it's just one of those things they wanted to be hyperspace mountain through all of summer for uh, for uh, galaxy's edge opening and uh, I don't yeah I have no idea
1: all right so let me make a little quick uh, um, correction April 5th is when orbiter will open not March sorry about that so April 5th as is, is the scheduled date for Astro orbiter to reopen as of now. Like I say, subject to change without notice. And, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to get out there in case you guys uh, give you a little heads up that uh, Hyperspace Mountain might be opening back up or coming back once the refurb is done. And, of course, if we get an official word, we'll let everyone know. All right, so uh, we got a little uh, tip today about uh, Galaxy's Edge and that the queue lines for the attractions will Be getting, uh, we'll be having restrooms in there.
0: All I'm going to say is that uh, it's about time. I want to say that the uh, Galaxy's Edge attractions have an advantage that they're brand new buildings that are being built basically from scratch. And that, uh, you know, most of all the other attractions are all either, you know, reused buildings or whatever. And that they didn't really have a chance to add bathrooms to them or they didn't really have anything going on this is the opportunity that they have to add bathrooms in with knowing that the lines are going to be long. I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah. uh,
1: There's some other information that I got to about it, but I'm not really sure how this would work because it says that the cast member will have to walk you to the restroom. I, I don't know how that would work.
0: Well, if this is related to the rise, to the rise of the resistance ride, uh, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago that uh, I was talking about what I had, the, I had read was the speculation about getting into the shuttle and then you take the shuttle and then somewhere along the line you get hijacked or boarded or whatever and you end up on the, in, the, in the First Order base. Maybe once you're inside that part that maybe that's where the bathroom is and somehow or another you need, you need to be escorted. I don't know. It just definitely sounds like it's more of an emergency type of thing. Right, right.
1: We also got information that the queue is set up to be uh, five hours long. Basically, it just says that it's, it's meaning that the queue is big enough if they have to have a five-hour line, that they have enough room for that instead of extending it out towards uh, you know the regular uh, area. So it, it wouldn't look as tacky, I guess, uh, to be out, out in the open. So it's set up to be a five-hour uh, wait if it needs to be, go that long. But hopefully it's not that long.
0: I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what interests me, and I was mentioning to you earlier, what interests me is uh, just seeing the. Uh, we know that the the, uh, the rise of the resistance uh, ride is going to be on the left side, and that's more towards where the wooded area is, going towards uh, the around the corner, around the band to, ri- to Crater Country, and um, I think that 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 opens it up for a uh, nice. Uh, exterior queues where they could have some of the exterior cues be like in the woods and be covered, you know, a nice tree covering and you got shade and you don't have to re- put, worry about putting up big eyesore like uh, canopies or anything to, for shade if it's outdoors. Uh, you know, similar like the exterior queue at Indy, there's a lot of tree cover and right, stuff and it's right. not too bad to be in those exterior queues. Uh, my question though, mainly is about the uh, Millennium Falcon ride. Which is uh, the entrance? From what we could tell, is deep in the actual city itself, and uh, I'm just thinking that uh, do they really have they, have they designed it where there's like five hours of queue indoors? Because it, otherwise, if you have uh, the queue being outdoors, that looks tacky, unless you figure out a way to have it be like, oh, well, what's that line for? I don't know. Uh, get into some concert, blah, blah 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 blah, or something. You know, just something in, you know. Make it like 'cause otherwise you see a line and it's an eyesore and it takes you out of the whole uh the whole idea of the immersion of the area. Right. Whereas if you have it in the woods, it's fine. You put it behind some trees, nobody can see. <laughs> it's a tree. But uh you you can't really put it behind things unless you have it going behind buildings or in between buildings. But I mean, we're just gonna have to wait and see. I mean, it makes sense that considering what they learned off of uh the line for Guardians the first few you know, the first few days that, you know, supposedly that line got up to five hours and stuff. Of course, I never saw it. I never wanted to know five-hour line. Crap.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we'll see, I guess. All right. Moving on to the ever-changing and expanding. Well, not really expanding, but changing. Not expanding yet, but the ever-changing uh, downtown Disney. Uh, we got a import from over in uh, Disney Springs that uh, apparently was there first and making its first appearance in California. Sugar Boo! <laughs> You're Sugar Boo. De- You're a dealer in Whimsy. Okay. Sugar Boo and Company is coming soon to Downtown Disney. Says it'll be located at the west end of Downtown Disney. Do we know where this is going? No. Do we have any idea? West, uh, west end. So Maybe next to Starbucks? Is there space still in the building where uh a bear and no. Alice Point is now? Is that all filled with...
1: Yeah, that's filled. I, I believe it's if it's gonna be the West, it's gonna be over there next to Where toward. the
0: old Starbucks where the second Starbucks was. I thought that well, was opening back up.
1: No, but they had the vacation club thing there right uh-huh. there. So they had that area right they there. They weren't using
0: all of that then. No, not Starbucks. Oh, okay. So I guess that's possible. I guess when this opens we'll be able to let you guys know for sure. Somebody actually asked that exact question. Will they be moving into the old DVC location next to Starbucks West? And there you go. But no, but they didn't answer. Of course <laughs> not. Of course not. So uh, I don't really know how to explain what this is. It's it's a uh, home goods, but it's artsy. Artsy. I just I understand that this is this place has been at Disney Springs, but Disney Springs is a different type of place than downtown Disney. Downtown Disney has less. Uh, you know, artsy type of stuff like that. And the stuff that they have had doesn't usually last very long. I mean, you look at, like, the, uh, you know, the Frozen store or the uh, whatever, the Elsa's shop or whatever it was called. Or, uh, I mean, the hat shop didn't last very long and things like that. It's just this seems a little too specialty. I don't know. Uh, The the person who is behind this named Rebecca Puig... Uh, no relation, I assume, to Yasiel <laughs> uh, Says, believing Mother Nature is the best artist, Puig is drawn to textiles, metals, jute, linens, and distressed woods to curate a collection where rustic, rustic vintage, and modern sophistication live together and looks you're sure to love. So there's a lot of, like, like I said, it's kind of like a home goods. There's a lot of uh, artwork and furniture, and uh, it actually kind of reminds me of a Cost Plus world market but like the middle not the food without the food section but like the middle where there's a lot of like uh home furnishings and type of things chairs and lamps and dishes and pillows and stuff uh it says that my inspirations are my family nature animals old things children's art and folk art i love just juxtaposing old and new light and dark serious with fluff and anything with a message
1: You're fluff. Thank
0: you. Yeah, Sugarboo
1: coming (laughs) DC downtown Disney.
0: Yeah, we'll see about that. Uh, Yeah, I uh, whatever. Yeah. Hey,
1: so real quick, uh, we just uh, tried to view this live stream of uh, they had a reveal a party for cast members to reveal the Galaxy's Edge costuming for everything from merchandise to attractions and custodial. So we try to view it, and of course, uh, you know, it wasn't very good imaging, and it was just gross looking. But we still see a couple of pictures of some of the uh, costumes they have. And just real quickly, Anthony, what do you think of them?
0: Uh, overall, they're disappointing. <laughs> they are not; they don't seem in universe at all. Uh, they, they're talking about immersion, but they just look like more crap like the, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Guardians Breakout uniforms right which had really nothing to do with anything they're just they look just some fashion designer threw something together and said oh here this will be good for that uh no no these i don't i the no, they're they just some of them look just really cheesy uh there's one particular hat if you want to call it a hat that looks seems very racist <laughs> to be honest it looked like uh, it looks like one of those big, Raiden, those big Chinese hats, like some, like yeah, like Raiden, Raiden or, or
1: uh, Mortal Kombat.
0: I'm just overall, I'm just very disappointed. I like that there's a lot of variations, which will be good for the cast members, but I'm just like I was expecting stuff that was actually going to look like it belongs in Star Wars. Uh, some of these costumes do not look like they belong in Star Wars. They look too way too uh, fashiony or uh way too theme parky. I just they just don't look like something somebody in actually in Black Spire Outpost would be wearing. I just yeah. I the one exception is the uh the First Order uniforms from the Rise of the Resistance ride. Those uniforms they're basically first accurate First Order uniforms uh from the movie. Uh they look really good. Uh they have resistance version uniforms for the same ride uh they look eh they look okay uh they do have one person that they had that was wearing uh, a very po posed jacket basically yeah. uh that looks pretty good but the uh the merchandise and the food service and the custodial ones just all look weird i'm just really like yeah well
1: at least they will have awesome looking name tags
0: Yes, the name tag is really cool. I was actually wondering uh, for, uh, whether they were going to have name tags. Uh, the, I think the name tag should have looked a little bit more in universe as well. I do like the design of the name tag. Uh, it's basically just very, very similar to the uh, to those name tags they were selling. Yes, uh, it it just has a really look uh, interesting look to it as far as just the out the background. Like I said, reminds me of some of those Star Wars name tags they were selling. Uh, just the difference is this one, do, it does say it'll have your name and then it has your name underneath it in Ourbish. But uh, then it has like a, the outline of like the Black Spire Outpost logo. But uh, right. it doesn't actually say. Does it say? No, it doesn't even say anything. It just has like a Black Spire Outpost logo up the top. Yeah. And then it has some Star Wars y looking designs at the bottom. And then, like I said, the name. And then your name in Ourbish. So that's pretty cool. I like the, the,
1: the thing I like about the name tag is. On the regular name tags for the, the park you have the castle as top on, on the top for the logo and having this uh, as a Black spire outpost logo I think that's really cool I
0: like that yeah uh, you can tell obviously they're using the same blanks as they do for the uh, the regular name tags or at least the uh, the original original uh, whatever the base blank is because right. it still has the little the little uh, out indentation on the top where it sticks out for where the castle would normally be, like he said that that's where the boxfire outpost logo is uh I just had uh saw uh, uh one of our sources that is at the event uh just said that the smugglers uh run uniforms uh look like uh have uh, kind of look like girl scout uniforms,
1: yeah, I saw that green they
0: have that kind greenish. of a similar color scheme.
1: Are the brown beige? Yeah, brown
0: beige, like uh, somewhere between like a uh, a brownie and a Girl Scout uniform. I like brownies. <laughs> Whoa, not those kind of brownies. <laughs> easy, easy. Too many people get in trouble for the stuff like that nowadays.
1: Yeah, you get in trouble when you bring them in the park.
0: Exactly. Whoa. <laughs> uh, we'll be posting pictures as soon as we have them and as soon as we have some available. Hey, so speaking of Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. We know that The Mandalorian is coming to Disney+. Plus. That is a TV show. Uh, we know that a Cassian Andor show has been officially announced with Diego Luna returning to play Cassian. Obviously, hopefully there's the hope that 2Dick uh, will return to back him up as K2SO. But we got the word, kind of under the uh, under the radar, kind of kind of no fanfare or anything, that uh, was announced that a Star Wars TV show has begun production in the UK. Really, but there's no really other details about it. So it's either we either it's being speculated that it is the Cassian Andor series that's starting in the UK. Or it's a third unnamed series that we may hear about at Star Wars celebration uh I guess I mean nobody's really saying that it's possible that 's the cassian one i don't know why that maybe that maybe we already know where the Cassian one is being produced, and that's there's no reason why they think that it's that but uh yeah, so some other some mystery Star Wars series has begun production in the u k but uh we don't know anything about it and what <laughs> it is uh Like I said, everybody's assuming it's a third series, but I don't see any reason why it couldn't be Cassian unless there's reason the way. We we know it's not. So more things to look forward to. More Star Wars is fine with me. Anybody else who, if you don't like more Star Wars, well, you're stupid. (laughs) If you get mad at that, well, you should know by now that I call people stupid. (laughs) You know what is stupid? When we don't get enough mail. Yeah, that's true. But what's not stupid is when we do. Yes. Get mail. Yes. And our first
1: email is from Wreck It Rachel. Yeah. And I want you, Anthony, uh oh. To guess her subject line. I'll give you a hint. You say it every opening, but you didn't say it today. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's it. She says, To me, it was my birthday last week. Yay!
0: Well, we didn't know it was your birthday last week. Yeah, that's not our fault. Don't be blaming us. What the hell? (laughs) No, she's not blaming us. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm getting defensive for nothing. (laughs) Exactly.
1: She says, but I didn't get to go to the park because it was President's Day and it was blocked out. Boo. It's okay. It was cold and rainy on my birthday. I'd be okay with Disneyland in the rain if I had proper footwear. (laughs) (laughs) I have rain boots, but I never wear those to the park. They basically keep your feet dry, and that's it. No support. Got to have support on the feet. Or else you get Disney feet like Michael does. Anywho, I finally got to see Spider-Man into the universe. Uh, What a fantastic movie. It's in the top tier for best Spider-Man movie. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yes, as we discussed earlier, I would say it's probably maybe the movie of the year. But yeah, definitely, as uh, far as Spider-Man movies go, uh, the only Spider-Man movie I might put ahead of it, just because I love it, is Spider-Man 2.
1: I've never seen a movie like that. Other than There has
0: never been a movie like that.
1: Other than Miles, I think old, fat, homeless Peter Parker is my favorite. <laughs> a dry sense of humor is my favorite. Great movie. I made my own cake. It was delicious. People Did you eat it too? <laughs> people thought that was sad. I did not. I don't think it's sad if you make your own cake, especially if you love baking and you make good, you know, you make good cookies, so I know what I am doing and I want my cake to taste good and be pretty. Exactly. I also enjoy doing it. Win-win. So you guys were wondering where the cast member took us backstage to see the Hen Mickey? It was in Toontown, right by Minnie's house. There's a little alcove that goes backstage, uh, and we were finding Mickey's made from rocks in the wall of the alcove. And there was a cast member there escorting people from backstage into the park. So I'm gonna guess that door by Minnie's house. You got that door? Yeah. Because they had that. They had that. Uh, they had a queue line right there on the side for uh, the Halloween.
0: Oh right party.
1: I think Roger Rabbit may have broken down, or maybe it was a tour. I don't know. Uh, usually if they're, uh, well, if it's just a random group of people, maybe something like that. But if it was like a bunch of kids, it's basically the bands coming in, because that's usually where the the school groups come in, As on that door. Anyway, she's she saw us and took us back there. It's not completely all the way backstage, but on the same wall we're looking at on the backstage side, There was a very prominent Mickey made of rocks in the wall. She showed us and we were back there for like five seconds, but it was very cool of her. I'm not sure what happened to the sink part of the ice cream sundae that got tossed. All I know is no one was holding it when I saw them again. So stupid. Talk to you later, Rachel. So last week she was telling us about uh, how someone had the Mickey sink and had the sundae and took pictures of it and then basically just threw it away. We weren't sure if they just threw away the ice cream part or they threw away the whole thing. Uh, If they did throw away the whole thing, that was really, really stupid. And like I said, if I was there and I saw them throw away the whole thing, I would have went in there and uh, went into the trash can and took it out. Well, Rachel, uh, thanks for your email and uh, happy birthday to you. And if we would have known, we would have made you a cake. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next email is from Giselle the Gazelle. Yeah. Her subject line is, I can't even. Uh, She says, what is up, bros? I'm just hanging out, killing it at school, and killing it at work, per usual. I bought tickets for my little cousin and I to go see Cinderella uh, this weekend at the El Capitan Theater this Saturday. Oh, cool. You all know I'm not a fan of driving anywhere. <laughs> so my best guess is I'll be in the park next weekend since I'll already be driving all the way to Hollywood. Oh, that's cool. Hey, you know what? I I don't mind driving to Hollywood. Sometimes it can get mm, frustrating because I, I, you know, I used to drive to Hollywood a lot. And now it just seems as if there's more and more traffic than it was before. But you know what if you're just going over there to watch the uh, watch that movie Al Capitan it's not that it's not that bad to go over there and go park over there at Hollywood and Highland and you know just walk over to the theater. I think that's very very easy and uh, if you do do that, make sure you get your parking validated so I've been thinking, and I want to know like seriously, if you had one day to do anything you wanted at Disneyland, no price limits, Anthony, no lines. She didn't say, yeah, Anthony, I added that.
2: I know. <laughs>
1: no lines. The whole entire park was yours for the night, and you could invite whoever you wanted.
0: What would you even do? Well, I mean, it goes without saying Club 33. Dinner at Club 33.
1: More quail?
0: Well, you know. <laughs> if it's still on the menu.
1: Right. Hey, but you can have everything you want, so it will be on the menu. Oh, true,
0: true, true. <laughs> I mean, obvious. First in the galaxy's edge. I mean, come on.
1: Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah.
0: Oh, is there something that you're? No, I just
1: thought of what I would do. And... Oh, go go ahead. Uh, I would play with the lights. <laughs> I would go and uh, play with the fantastic lights, uh, the sound and everything over there for fantastic. Yeah, that would be my main thing to go play with the, all the fantastic uh, lighting. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that was because when you were talking, I was thinking, what would I do? What would I, what would I, do? What would I do? I'm like, oh
2: lights of course There's
0: first two things i thought it was club 33 and galaxy's edge i'm just like uh private dinner at golf at uh club 33 followed by private tour of galaxy's edge yep <laughs> well rachel is smart she says
1: so for me i would obviously bring a golf cart <laughs> that's smart right there wow there you go that's a good
0: one yeah because i mean Especially, I mean, how else are you supposed to get from Club 33 all the way to to Galaxy's Edge? I mean, you just got done eating. You don't want to have to walk all that way. That's far.
1: She says, that, uh, invite all of my friends and family to do whatever they wanted. I would drive my happy ass all over the park, take pictures everywhere, With no ugly people ruining my shots. And strollers. (laughs) Have all you can eat. Bagel barbecue. Yeah, she knows what's up. (laughs) Sing out loud with the birds in the tiki room. And have a dance party in the boats on the Jungle Cruise. Whoa. Have a picnic. Dang, she's been thinking about this. For real. (laughs) Have a picnic in the middle of the bridge under the castle. Man, I would party hard. I would drive the train, go into the suite in the castle party in the Club 33. Uh, The suite is not in this castle. That's Florida. It would literally be the best night of my life. I would hook up my favorite Disney songs to all of my favorite Disney movies and live my best life. Like, for real. Okay, go to sleep now. (laughs) Love you, bye. Like I said, she has been thinking about this or something because... Dang, she had a whole rundown of what she would do. Golf cart. That's a good one. Yes, golf cart. Yeah. All right, that was pretty cool. I like that email. We gotta uh, remember next week to ask Tim. Yes. I gotta. I we'll have to know his answer. He'd probably be going backstage counting on the boxes of popcorn (laughs) 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 buckets.
0: (laughs) Well, if anything, just you know, Tim. Just need to make sure he gets one of every merchandise. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. Five of every merchandise. (laughs)
1: All right, thank you for the email, Giselle. That was awesome. All right, next email is from Dan the Mailman. His subject line is mixed tapes and maple bacon. Ooh. Finally got to the parks for a little bit this weekend. Went with my sole intention of watching Mickey's Mix Magic. Got to the parks and hung out around Main Street near Carnation Cafe, waiting for them to put up the ropes so I could grab my spot at at the front of the rope, chatted with a nice pass holder near me about not having World of Color with any changes since the return. Oh, darn. The The Mixed Magic show itself is great. Since I saw it on Saturday, there were fireworks, but I fully feel this show does not need any. The light show is enough that I found myself paying little attention to the actual fireworks. Now, that is, I, I agree with, while when I was watching it, I was, Basically looking at all the projections on the buildings. Not really paying attention much to the fireworks either. And uh, now, uh, Dan, the next thing you have to do is go check it out over at It's a Small World. And you can, uh, there'll be more room and you can uh, actually dance. Yeah, dancing. Had some fat time right after in Tomorrowland with a maple bacon churro and syrup. Pretty good and man, did I want to drink The rest of the syrup when I finish the churro. I didn't know they had the maple bacon in Tomorrowland.
0: I don't know, man. That churro getting gets all over the place, and I can't keep track where the damn things are. Yeah, I can't either. I think they migrate.
1: I guess so, because you know, because he told me he was going to go over there. I said, "You better hurry up, because they might close. They might be closed." And he said, "Oh no, I'm in line." And this was at nine thirty, and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Because the maple bacon is over at the Red Creek, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail.
0: Oh that's right. where we got
1: the first time. So or I was Oh I got, right, I, I remember.
0: It. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that closes at nine o'clock. Well, that must have been only during Christmas. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> that that closes at nine o'clock, so that's why I told him oh it might be closed. And oh no, that
0: I, one was for the uh
1: No that's the one's for this one.
0: Oh you know, you know what it is that I remember when we were going over the uh the Churrogetdon that there were a couple that were available at multiple places, I believe. Yeah, That's but... That's probably uh, one of them. Because originally, uh, during Christmas or whatever, they had that uh Maleficent one at Tomorrowland, right? The purple one? Maleficent was, uh, I Arn, believe, in Arn, a, a Town Square. Okay, well, whatever. I don't know then, but... Yeah, I
1: mean, I didn't know they had it there, and uh I guess he... Because I know that one closes at 10 o'clock, so... He got that one. um, He said he was eating it uh, over there tomorrow while watching the Get Your Ears on Dance Party thing. Uh, There were a lot of cheerleaders at the park that day, so the dance floor was full. If you've seen the show in its previous incarnations, you know what to expect. I haven't been to Carnation. No, this is uh, Tomorrowland. Oh, (laughs) you're stupid. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Well... A ride on Haunted Mansion with my daughter, and we called it a night at about 11 o'clock, way past Giselle's bedtime. (laughs) Uh (laughs) A semi-early softball game, maybe if it doesn't rain on Saturday, means I may return to the park then. I'll keep you informed. Anyone watch the mixtape show from a different place yet? Like I said, I did. Check it out. It's a small world. Uh, It's pretty cool there. What are your thoughts on other viewing areas? Uh, I don't know what else. I don't know if they're doing it by Fantasmic. Well, oh, of course not right now because Fantasmic is down. So, no, they're not doing it there. So, right now, It's a Small World will be the other spot. And if you're lucky enough, of course, in front of the castle. Spring Break coming soon. So, hopefully, I will see you all soon. Dan out. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for your emails, everyone. Rickett, Rachel, Giselle the Gazelle, and Dan the Mailman.
0: I wish that you have had tried all of the uh different maple bacon incarnations that they've had. Not incarnation, but uh because that way I would be able to have you compare them all. But I mean if we go back to like, you know, the the infamous uh maple bacon funnel cake on Thanksgiving of uh, whatever that was, two thousand fourteen. Okay. <laughs> uh then there was the uh maple bacon Button cake that I had that oh, Rebecca right. and I had at right. uh, River Bell.
1: I forgot about that. They still have it, don't they?
0: Probably. I don't know. Maybe. I know they've changed their menu up a little bit, but right. and uh, then now the churro. So I, I was just I would be curious how they all stack up because I mean they're, I know they're all probably kind of different.
1: All right. Well, so if you guys have any, uh, you know what? If you guys have any thoughts on uh, any of the churro getting stuff going on, uh, have any of you guys tried? any of the other churros that we haven't talked about, you can uh, email us, let us know about that. Uh, Love to hear uh, your thoughts on any other type of food items. And, uh, of course, you know, we have the Food and Wine Festival coming up on Friday. So you can uh, let us know all about what you ate there. Email us on that stuff. Uh, Love to hear what you thought about the type of foods you guys eat. And uh, if you have any comments, questions, your own tip of the week or anything else like that, all you have to do is email us.
0: Mousepirateemail.com Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements,
1: family vacations, even bridal parties. Or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs.
2: Remember, those are buttons, not pins.
1: Alright, it's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Pirate Podcast. We uh, hope you uh, enjoyed today's show, and we thank you for taking time to listen. We have a lot of fat time coming up, so ho- hopefully you guys get over to the Food & Wine Festival. It starts on Friday, and it goes all the way till April something. I don't know. We have, what, eight weeks or something of it? Something like that. Yeah, six, eight weeks, whatever it is. So, yeah, plenty of time to go over there and get your fat on and try some of the food, and don't forget... to. Uh, Post them on Instagrams and hashtag it with Fat time in the Parks. And Spring Forward of Fatness. Try all the foods. Let us know what you think of them. I'm going to be trying some of the desserts, of course. And some of those, that the watermelon lemonade and the peach tea sounds really, really good to me. Don't forget, you can also head over to Disneyland and check out the sneak peek of Dumbo. Dumbo seems like it's going to be a pretty cool movie. I'm going to be probably there on Thursday to check out the sneak peek of the sneak peek and get my postcard and button. Yeah, so I'll be checking that out on Thursday. There might be a soft opening on Thursday for the food and wine, and maybe I can get a head start on checking out some of those items.
0: Yeah, and if you get a chance, check out all those costumes, the new costumes for Galaxy's Edge. Let us know what you think, racist or not, <laughs> cool or not, awesome or not. Give us rankings. Show us what you like, what you don't like, and what uh, doesn't belong, <laughs> or something. So yeah, let us know what you think about those. We've uh, seen a lot of interesting comments on Twitter, mostly about how, yeah, they don't look Star Wars and weathered enough, and they look like cosplay. I saw another person say that it looks like, uh, like, uh, her universe. <laughs> oh, really? Let us know what you
1: think. You're a sugar boo.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well keep you in touch when you guys can go check that out because you know everybody's excited for Sugar Boo. <laughs> uh, if any of you have been to the Sugar Boo at Disney Springs, we don't care. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You can tell us about it. MilesPire at gmail.com subject line What the hell is Sugar Boo?
1: <laughs> uh, don't forget, if you guys are checking out Mickey's Mix, Mix Magic you can also check that out over at Small World, like we talked about earlier. That's a good place to check that out. If you guys are there during the week, of course, you guys know there's no fireworks to that. But uh, the, area, the area over there, Small World, is pretty much uh, open. It's not, it doesn't get too, too crowded. So you can go over there and check that out. Also, World of Color is back. So you can go check it out. And then you can go on Internet and complain because it's not a new show. Anyway, go over there, enjoy yourself, and um, yeah, don't forget, get fat. Fat time for Food and Wine Festival, and if you want to get the Food and Wine Festival merchandise, all that will be available, and uh, you can get your uh, fork and knife headband ears. Yeah, there you go.
0: All right, as I mentioned earlier, we are, of course, at MousePire on the Twitters. Go over there and check out pictures of the costumes. We will have more pictures and more detailed pictures of the costumes up on the facebook page which is of course mousepire on facebook we are at mousepire on instagram i'm sure you'll be posting pictures there too at some point so if you're there go check that out and uh probably won't be posting anything on snapchat we are mousepire on snapchat just follow the other social media i guess to find out when he's gonna be on snapchat or whatever but uh whatever that's his business (laughs) what uh still not on tumblr
1: (laughs) You can find me on Instagram at Blue1313. Also, follow Buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you'll see your button orders going out. Hey, don't forget to check out dgpclothing.com. Get your mouse part gear. Also, get your custom made apparel. Get your custom made t-shirts, car decals or whatever else you might be looking for. I just uh, finished some custom uh, glasses. Uh, Not the ones you wear, but the ones you drink out of. If I put some cool little decals on there so you can uh, order some glasses or whatever all you have to do is head over there and uh, send me a message and let me know what you're looking for and uh, don't forget you can support the podcast by going over to patreon.com slash mousepire check out Michael the Mail Guy's $3 special uh, every little cent helps us very very much and don't forget you can listen to the podcast over on YouTube search mousepire podcast on YouTube and check out the podcast there
0: yeah buttons not pins And until next time, remember, the Oscars are stupid and shouldn't be taken seriously, so forget everything I said earlier. So for Peter Torque, Rotten Tomatoes, and Oscar hosts, I'm Anthony. And I'm Diggs. Bye.
2: I believe he's tooling with you, sir.
1: This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of MilesPlayer.com. like,
0: ugh, put it bigger.
2: Star Wars! Nothing but Star Wars!